Hey friends, I just want to let you know this segment here is a segment from what would have been our Conan the Barbarian episode with Mike Shu. Mike ended up halfway through the episode, our system sort of kicked out his feed. And then when he rejoined us, uh, only Chris and I uh, got recorded, even though we were talking to Mike. So it was kind of a weird glitchy thing that we were unaware of. It's a brand new system that we're working the bugs out. And uh, so uh, we wanted to at least show you the beginning because the beginning was a blast and it really had nothing to do with the movie that we were about to cover. So I think it's uh, really worth showing you for that, if nothing else. So I hope you enjoy it. And we will reconvene with Mike on, uh, we're actually going to cover Conan the Destroyer and Conan the Barbarian together, just sort of back to back, like compare the two. And we're going to do that in August. So um, it's not like you're being robbed of an episode, just going to be delayed. So we hope you enjoy it. And here's the introduction. For the film crickets with Jay Fortier and Chris Martineau. Uh, hey, friends, my name is Jay Fortier. I'm along with my good friend Chris Martineau, and we are the film crickets. And what we normally do is take a random film. In fact, this week it actually is a random film That's uh, true. that we took from 1982, and I believe it was number 13, if, if I'm not mistaken. 13, uh, I believe, yes. But yeah, and the movie is Conan the Barbarian. But we have a return guest today, and that is from 100 FM, The Pike, and the Breaking the Ice podcast, and the Long May You Young podcast. We got Mike Shue. Mike Shue, man. How you doing, bud? I'm great. Thank you very much for having me back on. This is awesome. Oh, even this, even oh, though fantastic. Uh, I, I was hoping that we would redo Blade Runner, but I guess that's not the case. <laughs> I told you, Mike. Blade Runner, what thirty forty nine or whatever the hell it is. We have to do that one. We okay. have to do that one. I don't want to watch that one. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm so glad that you're here. This is uh, we we had, it was a nice discussion last time we did Repo Man, and certainly I'm I'm glad you're back. It's a lot of I got to say a lot of great insight, uh, and, and I love the way you took the discussion. So I'm looking forward to this uh, this episode today. So, um, so before we get to um. Conan, we Conan the Barbarian. I uh, I do want to mention a couple things, or a, a couple things uh, crossed my path. So an idea happened. I was like, oh man, I forgot to mention that, or I didn't think of that about Repo Man, or our last episode we did Repo Man, and uh, you had mentioned how it they kind of threw a dig over at Greece because they were riding around in the uh, aqueduct area. Is that what it was? Right, what do you call LA it? River. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> River. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's funny. At the end, they, they fly away in a car, and at the end of Greece, they fly away in a car. <laughs> right? I, mean, I, I thought I about that. Thought I was like, damn. Right? <laughs> I was like, how did I miss that? Yeah. Um, 
So oh, oh. I just I, I wanted to bring that part up. Uh, oh, go ahead. Are we missing some some hidden meaning in Repo Man that it's, it's actually Greece in the future? It's all part of the cosmic unconsciousness. All right, like Miller was talking about, and that whole theory that you know Greece is just that Sandy and what was John Travolta's name? Danny. God, I, I, Danny, yeah, Danny and Sandy died in a car accident, and this was them like living in the afterlife, really. And their car was that's right. Yep, you got it. A time machine. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a connection there. So is it a time machine? Is there an alternate reality? Or is L.A. Um, heaven or hell or both? Uh, or is it some weird... You tell me, Mike. Yes, I would say yes. Yes and all of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I still maintain, like, the city of Los Angeles must have been like, really? You got these locations? Really? You couldn't paint it look, make right. it look a little bit better, please. But well, if oh, it didn't, co- if it didn't cost so much to film in those locations, maybe Alex yeah. Cox would have done that. But yeah, um, probably. You yeah. know, LA's like any other city. You know, you see what you see on TV, but when you go there, you know, it's yeah. got it's the same thing as every other city. It's good parts, bad parts, weirdos. You know, movie stars, whatever. I I, I like to mention, like, if you ever walk around Fenway Park, like the front of Fenway is just it gives me the chills because i'm a red sox fan and you walk in front of fenway and it's it's fantastic and then you walk around that it's kind of like a triangular like street layout and you mm-hmm. go around the back and like shit's falling apart there's walls with holes in it like it's <laughs> unbelievable like how much of a dump that place really is like except for the parts you see on tv well they got to like keep the, the end is that's where they keep the dumpsters chris they got to keep them somewhere you know no but yeah i understand that but it's also like holes in the walls and like obviously <laughs> this building's like a hundred plus years old or whatever it is and it's like oh i'll just stay around the front where they have all the numbers on the sides i know right they statues of david ortiz and where did jay go um <laughs> i'm testing out i'm testing out the close-up camera no um <laughs> i just no i just want to adjust something so i i'm using these for a second because i want to play a little clip uh it's a, it's a couple minutes but uh i thought it would be something kind of cool um and by the way thanks to edit buttons if you guys don't think it works we don't have to do it uh there's i got the the actual keynote speaker from Natick High School. And I thought that would be kind of cool. Like, like we can talk about, oh, you know, like he's way off the mark or he's really, uh, you know, he's really cool with the uh, the kids. So I, I thought, you, do you mind if I uh, just... Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. All right. So From Natick High School, huh? Wow. Thanks a lot, you guys. Thanks for having me. You sent me the email to invite, so I have an issue. I'm just warning you. I grew up in Natick, Massachusetts. It's a high school football town, and I just couldn't wait to get out of Natick. Everybody was bullshit. Nobody was honest. No one is innocent. No one is innocent. Nobody's perfect. You know, my little teenage brain was like, well, fuck that. You know, I'm perfect because I can see all this bullshit. No kidding, man. This is all fake. You know, being on the football team doesn't mean shit. You know, getting a job doesn't mean shit. Going to college doesn't mean anything. You know, what, we're trapped in this thing where we have to do these things or else we're considered to be, we're outsiders or we're misfits or we're communists or whatever. You know, if we didn't do all that crap, you know, it's like you've got nothing to fucking complain about. You're living in Natick, all right? And you're, you're getting pissed off because, you know, they got your orange Julius order wrong at the mall. Ordinary fucking people. I hate them. 
Are we supposed to live this life? This is not the life people are living right now, you know. You know, this isn't Love Boat, and this isn't Fantasy Island or Happy Days. You know, I'm living in, like, the shittiest part of Los Angeles you can find, and I'm barely <laughs> making it, you know. So this is not fucking Happy Days. Gypsy dildo motherfuckers. You know, we're all rebellious when we're young, and we have these ideals, and fuck the man, and all that stuff. But really, as we get older, things happen. You know, you get a job, maybe, uh, or you buy a house, or you have a kid, or you do all those things. The next thing you know, it's not about rebelling anymore. It's about, you know, trying to be normal or, or trying to provide or whatever. And the only way you can escape this blueprint that we're all basically have to follow in this society is that if you come across a car with dead aliens in the trunk that can travel through time, that's the only way you can escape. And only two people, probably two out of every 300 million people that make it out that way. You know, so it's kind of saying there really are no winners. Your diplomas are bullshit. <laughs> the college you got into is bullshit. All right. Yeah, you're, you're following a formula that only works for one in like 8,000 people. So good fucking luck with that. Have fun. You're working at Ikea or you're delivering for Amazon. All right. Which I did both. Um, that's why I can say that. So... <laughs> Thanks a lot, you guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Bravo. Yeah. When they, when they do finally ask me to make that speech, I just, if you could send me that file, I'll just send them, I'll just send them like a Bluetooth speaker and say, put this up to the microphone, assholes. And, uh, you know. Just play, oh, hit play was, on this. That was magnificent. That was beautiful, oh man. Oh my goodness! Wow, I'm a miserable the prick. Most, <laughs> no, it's the most honest graduation <laughs> speech ever. Oh my god, that's so funny. Well uh, done. Thank yes. you, Jason. Well done. Excellent. Thank you. Very nice. <laughs> you love that word bullshit a lot. That's that's right. It's a good word. <laughs> that is your go-to. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh man. All right. Yeah, please send if you can, please send me a copy of that. I will. Yeah, that's I'll, I'll make it uh, my awesome. I'll make it my ringtone for you guys.